house sparrows. The cheerful chattering of house sparrows is a sound that has accompanied humans for millennia. For these little birds have long maintained a close association with people. Their indistinct chirping could go easily unnoticed unless one is actively listening. House sparrows always go about in groups. They forage and feed together, roost and sing in trees together, and take messy dust baths together too. Some have described them as having quarrelsome, bold and fussy manners. The word used to describe a flock of house sparrows is a quarrel of sparrows. But whenever I watch these sprightly little birds, they seem as though they're having a great old time altogether, full of bustle and chatter, a sociable collective of joyous creatures. And not only are house sparrows fond of each other's company, they're fairly fond of humans too. Wherever humans dwell, these little birds are found nearby, an amicable arrangement that has been working well since our ancient ancestors first began cultivating grains. Over the thousands of years since then, house sparrows have lived happily in and around human settlements, adapting to our ways, feeding on the kind of things that we tend to leave lying about, grain and food scraps, as well as pecking on wild fruits and seeds. In the past, when horses were a feature of urban life, house sparrows thrived off the grain that was fed to these horses. Often grain fell loose from a horse's nose bag. Farmyard hens and geese too, fed on grain and household scraps, provided sustenance for the ever-present house sparrows nesting in nearby farm buildings. Nowadays, house sparrows continue their long-standing attachment to us, feeding in gardens, parks and farmyards and nesting in the eaves of roofs or other crevices of buildings. Whether you're on a farm, a suburban estate, a red brick terrace or a city apartment block, you'll be sure to find house sparrows close by. It's hard not to notice their noisy communal chirping, especially as they settle down to roost in the evening, singing and chattering excitedly together, as though there's lots of juicy gossip to share. Another thing that house sparrows do together is nest. While each pair mates for life, a community of 10 to 20 birds live together in close colonies. Right about now, as April approaches, birds are gearing up for mating. Nests are assembled with bits of dried grass and leaves, lined with feathers, paper and bits of assorted fluff, whatever's on hand. When the brood of eggs hatch, the parents feed the needy nestlings on a high-protein diet of spiders and insects. The success of rearing a healthy brood of chicks depends on there being a plentiful supply of aphids, caterpillars, beetles, spiders and other bugs. Given their ability to adapt, it's quite a surprise to learn that house sparrows haven't been doing well at all in recent times. Their populations have plummeted, especially in cities where they always seemed to thrive. Scientists have put forward many reasons to explain the loss, including a shortage of insect food, air pollution, parasites and domestic cats. The Garden Bird Survey, run by Birdwatch Ireland each year, tells us that house sparrows are found in an incredible 85% of Irish gardens. They rank among the top 10 of Irish garden birds.
suburban gardens and allotments have become a stronghold for house sparrows, providing rich pickings for them in springtime, so long as the humans in control aren't too meticulous in their quest for tidiness and stay away from weed killers and bug sprays. House sparrows need plenty of insects if they're young or to survive. And when things go right for them, like there being a good supply of caterpillars and other juicy bugs, house sparrows can rear up to three broods each year. Of course, it's not just house sparrows who need a healthy web of insect life. Swifts, swallows, blue tits, wrens and robins, all manner of songbirds, find refuge in wildlife-rich gardens and vegetable patches. Butterflies, moths and bumblebees too are sustained by welcoming gardens and bee-friendly green spaces. And of course, urban-dwelling humans are prime beneficiaries of wild urban spaces too. One good thing to come from this past year, at least, is the upsurge of interest in gardening and vegetable growing. We share our human habitats with many wild things. The more space we give them, the more joy there will be to go around. If we so desire, there's every chance we can allow our feathered friends to recover their populations. And house sparrows, these cheerful chirping accomplices, will continue to keep us company with their sweetly chattering reassurances far into the future. Southern wind. 